two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm so excited. I finally have Jordana on the show. I can't wait for, to talk about everything with her and you, and it's going to be awesome. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat it at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. Uh, my business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yonta, for Shavuos. Anytime you don't, anytime you feel like not taking a, a, your trip into the kitchen, you can call me and I'll do it for you. But I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my exciting guests, my kosher food experiences and all my traveling. So I, I want to hear from you too. So uh, you can reach out to me and, um, you know, shoot me an email, naomi.nachamsegal.com. My, my, actually, my emails are down right now. I have to remember to tell Yoni to, to fix it, Yoni Pollock, our uh, amazing, uh, one of our amazing producers and a big muscle tough team on his uh, upcoming marriage. So um, I'm going to get those emails up and running again. Every time I go to my phone, literally every time, and that's like a hundred times a day, it says com has failed to connect. So <laughs> I need to get that fixed. Um, I've got two exciting guests. I've got Jordana Herschel, the blue ladle on Instagram, personal chef, but she also works at Maspia. And also joining me is my brand new friend who we met on Instagram, Jamie Fight, cookbook author, uh, is going to be joining us as well. Jamie, come grab a seat. It's okay. Sit down. Sit down, relax. There was a lot of traffic getting out of here today. Now, we're recording this earlier in the week. So, earlier in the week was a little bit of rain. So, it just slows down the traffic. Pause. EK had some trouble with the traffic. So, um, Jamie, you didn't have any traffic, uh, Jordana, because you came from Cedarhurst yeah, and I'm in Woodmere. No. So, Westchester. Did they hear that? Can they hear that? When you cross a bridge, right, it, it gets very... I think it, New Yorkers are better at driving in the snow than in the rain, too. I don't know. I could do it either. It's crazy. But, Jamie, I'm so excited to meet you. This is going to be... Can I just say, I this show, when I planned it, this is going to air, this is airing now, right before, air of Shovelwatt, Friday before Shovelwatt. And, and... um. I'm like, I'm going to have Jamie with Jordana because I think, or Jordana with Jamie, because I knew this would be such a good idea to have you guys together. I've got your book here. But I brought you my other your book. book. Jamie's written two cookbooks. Give me the other one. Okay, but then I brought you two extras if you want to do a giveaway. Oh, should we do a giveaway? Yes, guys. I feel a giveaway coming on. We have a giveaway going from last week about the bourbon and all my trips from Kentucky. So um, we have that. Um but let's add to the... I'll tell you what happened with this. Okay. This one came out literally the weekend that COVID came out. So, it, like... Okay, so we're going to give it a whole then, bunch of airtime. So, grab a seat. The asked me to write a second one, which was unusual for them, because this one they gave me a really hard time about being kosher. And I had they made me put in recipes that I had to put, like, a... Just, yeah, well, okay, yeah. yeah, you grab a seat because we need to get you okay, mic'd up. So, you something from the cookbook. Okay, okay, I'm excited. We, wow, we're going to have a lot of food today. ZK is very hungry. So what we're going to – I mean, uh, when I say ZK, I, I deflect. You know, it's me, right? <laughs> so you, Jamie's going to get herself organized because she was a little bit stuck in traffic. And me and Jordan are going to chit-chat, and then we're going to bring Jamie into the conversation. And then we're all going to talk together for the next hour about healthy eating as we move into Shavuot. Um, I just want to talk for one minute about lilac and cream. 
it's Erev Shavuot. Um, obviously, it's too late to order now or to because you know it's uh, before Shavuot. But I just wanted to show you the. I, I tried getting them on the show, guys. Remember they're on the show in the studio a couple of years ago when they first started out. And I just, they're the nicest people, the Greens. And um, as you can see, two are missing because, you know, whatever. But they're portion controlled. So so I just wanted to give them a shout out. So even though it's Erev Shavuos, we should talk about cheesecake. Um, and we're talking about a healthy class, but we, we're squeezing in some cheesecake there. So um, cheesecake should be on everyone's menu. If you can get a lilac and cream, they are really fabulous cheesecakes. I know I'm going to be having some um, before we go. This sharpest before we go away, actually for Shavuos to the Jewish Heritage Center, uh, Shavuos program, which I'm super excited about. Um, but we're really looking forward to... Being, being away and hearing inspirational uh, Divrei Torah this, this coming uh, Sunday night, Monday night, and we exit on Tuesday night. Everyone gets to go back at work. That's the beauty of this program, which, which we touched on a little bit last week. Um, okay, so um, let's get talking. Jordana, Naomi. how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So Jordana and I have been friends basically since I moved to the five towns, right? I within a year, then, yeah. within a year, 17, 18 years. Um, our kids are in the same school yep. and we were both on the committee. <laughs> we were. <laughs> for how our kids, we, our kids. At the health of their school lunch. Health of their school. I didn't have my little one, so she wasn't even born for a few years later. Right. And you, your kids were very little at the time. I don't even know if they're still in Halb anymore because no, they've grown up. They're all, they're all out now. Um, Hebrew Academy of Long Beach, and we're trying to get healthy lunches on the program. So <laughs> yes, we were. I, I think maybe, maybe I'd started my business, and you had started your business. Yep. And you also worked for Weight Watchers at the time. At the time, I was. And working I for had Weight in Watchers. the past. I don't know if my Nakam Siegel Network listeners know this. You know, I, I used to live on the Lower East Side, right? So a lot of you do know that. But I used to work for Weight Watchers because after I had my third daughter, Gabby, it was my youngest for a very long time before Leora came along. You know, you get three pregnancies, you want to lose a little bit of weight, so you go to Weight Watchers, That's right? What That's my, what my mother did. I became a lifetime member. I think they liked my accent. They asked me if I would like to be a, a weight to start working for them and be at the centers, you know? Right. I only did it for like six months. <laughs> I did it for almost 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I did it for six It was too much, like, <laughs> it was too many, too much paperwork at the time. You used to have to fill out a, right. a ton of paperwork. That was so not for me. I don't deal with paperwork. Um, and so Jordana was asked to come to this meeting. I was asked to come to my meeting and that's where we met. It was someone in the house in Lawrence. Remember that? It was. It was. We were sitting around someone's kitchen in Lawrence, and, and hot dogs kept coming up. Right. That's that's what comes All I to mind. Is hot dogs. Hot dogs. There was a lot of hot dogs. So they were trying to revamp the the um, um, the menu. Yeah. And I, I think we and did an okay job. I think that's what I'm we, sure we did not do an okay job, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to do an okay job, but school budgets have got school budgets, yeah, and, and and a lot of mommies want hot dogs. Right, right. So it was, it was kind of, but the, they have, they did have soups and they did have vegetables. Yes, and they made efforts. Now Leora t- makes her own salads every day. Right, she takes That's food amazing. for lunch. Yeah, That's so, so she's amazing. kind of like in charge of her own lunch. I offered to buy her school lunches. She didn't want. She makes her own. So terrific. Um, yeah. So, Jordana, when did you tell me even? Wh- when did you get started in the whole food industry? Actually, what. Before I started working for Weight Watchers, when I was just a Weight Watchers member, I had lost 75 pounds with them. And a lot of people had asked me to start cooking the things that I was making for myself, for them. And I said, if I go to school and if I hone my skills, then I can start cooking for other people and charging them for it. And um, it So you went to there. culinary school? 
I went to the school that was kosher at the time that was affiliated with Kingsborough, but they are no longer in existence and have not been for a long time. Okay, CKCA? Their first year when they were with Co I remember that. Jess, yeah. Was Jesse there then? Oh, he, he was. was the founder. Yes, with Chef Mark D'Alessandro. Okay, yeah. I, I have vague recollection of that. Yeah. Recu recollection of that. It was a long time ago. Um, so you actually did training, formal training, um, because you wanted to stay healthy and start yes. cooking for people. And I was cooking healthy meals for people in their homes, people in Manhattan and Atlantic Beach across Long Island. Did you travel? A little bit. Where'd you go? You know that. I didn't I, travel you, international like the Aussie Gourmet. <laughs> no, but you know. I, I was flown to Florida. That's I mean, still that's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Someone bring you to Florida to cook. Yeah, I mean, just things like that. I traveled to Florida and to a few other places here and there, but it was mostly I tried to stay local. I, wor I didn't start until I had little kids. So I always wanted to be home with them when they were little. So I did. I'd, go, I'd maybe go away for a Shabbos here and there to cook, right. but that was really it. For the most part, I stayed local. Okay, what's your favorite kind of cuisine that you like to cook? Tacos. Tacos. Oh, me too. Forget cook. Eat, okay. cook, live around tacos. Okay, I also like tacos. <laughs> My birthday's next week, and I'm planning a taco bourbon tasting night. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, hello. Um, yeah, I'm coming. You know, I was in Kentucky. I was in Kentucky. Bring it all. Oh, okay. Last week's show was all about the bourbon. <laughs> Had the bourbon rabbi on. Oh, that is hilarious. Okay. Tacos Ooh. and bourbon. Oh, that's such a... Usually it's tacos and tequila. I know, but I like bourbon better. Uh, okay, fair enough. I have to say, I don't love tequila and I learned to like bourbon. Right there with you. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I like tequila too, actually. So sorry. It's all, <laughs> all those margaritas, right? Um, okay. All in moderation. It's okay in moderation. I love tequila and bourbon. <laughs> there, yeah. I love you now. <laughs> I, I, so we were t Jamie and I have actually spoken about this. I like gin. I'm a gin That's girl. That's my favorite, too. Okay, yeah. so I, I ordered it. Oh, did, but it didn't come to me yet. The, that gin, I want to get that gin. I just couldn't bring it back in my suitcase because I already bought back some. Um, he sent me a link where you can order it online. Oh, okay. Great. So, I'll send it to you. Okay, great. Yeah, that'll be great. The gin was amazing that I had at uh, the rabbit hole. Well, I'm going to talk, you know, like I this. talked about that last week with a rabbi, um, Rabbi Litvin, uh, who's the uh, mashkiach of some of the, he took me around, me and my husband around to uh, the bourbon factories. But yeah, yeah. Very okay. Great. All right. So let's, Jordana, you cooked for people mm -hmm. and then you started working for Weight Watchers. I started working for Weight Watchers in the middle of all that. So I'd work in the morning for Weight Watchers and then I'd go cooking privately at night for the most right. part in weekends. And yeah, that was that was my Weight Watchers career. Um, what do you think about the new Weight Watchers? Have you dabbled in it? Like they call them now WW. I, I have not been a part of Weight Watchers since they switched to WW. I did do it online for a little bit. It's always the same. It's make good choices. Right. If you eat healthier foods, you could eat more of it. Yeah, I, I, smart. I think it's just a smart. But I think to, that's a philosophy yeah. in general that we'll yeah. we'll all talk about. Um, okay, so let's you know let's go a little bit more forward. After Weight Watchers, there was I started working and running the kitchens at Manhattan Day School with Five Star Caterers. Okay, nice. And again, back to lunches, Georgiana. I was so they brought me in to make healthier <laughs> lunches. Um, the parent body on the Upper West Side was looking for more kale white bean soup and less tuna noodle casserole okay so I, I i love tuna noodle casserole i have a really good one in my book by the way i'm just saying <laughs> but i bet it's fabulous but 
they wanted for their kids something a little more quinoa. Yeah, on the I love kale bean soup. That would be delicious. So we just tried to. We got pasta off the menu for a little while. We were really upping the salad bar. We were trying to nice. offer more nice. options. We had a rainbow plate competition. We were trying to bring healthier food into the schools for a while. So that's where I was for about three and a half years. Okay, and now we're at da -da -da -da, our very, very special and close friends. I am very, very excited because I started working as the chef COO at Masbia Soup. Kitchen. I love that. Chef COO. COO. So how do you say Chief that? Operating Officer. Chef Chief Operating Officer. Chef, chef means chief. I, but I, I'm it still, does? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, so what do you do for them? And, and talk us, yeah. I'm not going to jump ahead. I have a thousand questions. And we've had Alex on the show this season. We've talked about it. But, you know, I want to hear from you what's going going forward and all the changes that you've made so due Mas to Corona. So, is oh, – due to Corona, our demand has gone up 500%. We were open at one for a while, 24 hours a day for a while. There were lines around the corners for people coming to get food. And we switched that people can make appointments 24 hours a day via text message and this way no one had to wait on long lines and we started getting security out so it could be even two o'clock in the morning no matter what people felt comfortable people it's felt amazing safe. no one should be hungry even in the middle of the night can, can we just talk about that guys two o'clock no the one you could go to Maspia if your belly was hungry at 2 a.m and you'll get food you could get at the time there was food pantry available at 2 a.m and at the time there was um, soup kitchen, you can it's come unreal. and get a meal to bring home because uh, there was no indoor dining, so we had to have really to-go meals. But um, in the middle of the snow, we would be open and have propane heaters outside so that <sighs> people who are waiting online did not have to feel That's uncomfortable crazy. or feel cold. Or We really did our best to try to – we were operating outside. We had tents. We really would do everything in an effort to make sure that anyone who came did not have to be online for a long time and was as comfortable as possible. If you're in need, we have. We don't question who you are. You're there, and, and we're happy to help you and to serve you in the best way possible. Um, it's, it's really been absolutely amazing. We're looking forward to indoor dining coming back. Yes. And with it is going to be hot, fresh food daily, and we're really making efforts towards it now. Every one of our locations has hot soup made fresh daily on site, which we haven't right. done for a while because we were closed indoors. Right. So we're very excited to be bringing the soup back, and soon enough we'll be bringing in full indoor dining. We're getting ready for it. It's it's exciting. It's so exciting. Alec? Alex is such a visionary, you know? He really is. He sees things in a different way, and it helps so many people. You know, he has a very Hasidic background, yes. but he's so aware of his surroundings and his environment and how he can help any Jew. Any, anybody. Not, I was going to say, any Jew and anybody, anyone that is hungry, and they have different, like I was there the other day and I put on Instagram, I'm at Maspia and I showed like part of the kitchen and part of the lines and um, someone, you know, sent me a message saying, you know, Jewish people aren't going to go get it if this, you know, in front and stand in front online, they're not, they're, they might be a bit embarrassed to stand online to go in and get food. And I'm like, I voiced out her back and I said, no, actually we have a system in place. If you are shy or modest or don't embarrassed or we have a way for you to get your food which yeah. is amazing that he he thinks of that like thursdays right six o'clock round the back you know or there's, there's, there's always a way to set things up in a way to 
feed everybody with dignity. And I think that's always feeding been, with dignity. That's how I've always thought of Maspia is feeding, feeding anyone in need with dignity. And I, that's how they started. I learned the words this year, food insecurity, from a friend of mine. Um, I'd never heard it before. Thank God, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everyone around me has always got food. I'm always around food. Um, but not everyone has food security. No, right. People don't know where the next meal, in is, meal is coming from, right. whether it's little kids or adults or the elderly. Or adults responsible for the elderly or children. And, and now they have themselves and someone else to worry about. And if they don't know where their next meal is coming from, the fear that comes with that is just... It's tremendous. It makes more anxiety, and I think everyone sure. had a lot of anxiety already. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so we were going back to – circle back to that – Dignity. D- the dignity, right? You it's, have a little dignity. It's amazing, I and I think when Maspia first started 15 or 16 years ago, it was described as a restaurant without a cash register. Right, yeah. And yeah, that that's was what Alex said. Idea, yeah, yeah. Come have a seat will serve you a meal with dignity. Right. You, you got, you, they actually used to have Friday night dinners before Corona. We're back open on Friday nights Yay, and Shabbos really? lunch in our Borough Park location. Now? Open, <gasps> inside, hot food. Jordana, we have fresh. to go together. We're going to go uh, for Shabbos. Uh, my brother lives not too far away. We're going we'll go go to go to sleep by Shabbos. my brother. And we're, you're going to go to Borough Park. Have you ever been to Borough Park for Shabbos? Oh, no, I have. Cousins, Shabbos, Brachos, I have. There you go. We'll go to Borough Park for Shabbos. This will be, be way better. Uh, no uh, offense to my cousins and my aunt and uncle. I love you, and I'm very excited for the next Simcha. <laughs> <laughs> but this will be so nice to spend Shabbat together with people yes. who, do, who don't always have a regular Shabbat meal. Yes. So nice. And, and, and how, how can we get a hold of um, Maspia and what, you know, to donate? And so the best way it's to donate, the best way to get any information, the best way to know anything is our website. There is so much information at maspia.org. Um, you can look at all the changes we've done d- due to Corona. Um, our media site has all the different coverages, whether it was the New York Times or People Magazine or New York One or whatever. I remember be. when they were in the People Magazine. I didn't even know Alex at the time. I'd only seen him through some of the food events. And and then I'm like, oh, my God, Maspia is in the People Magazine. <laughs> he is a master. <laughs> he is a master of getting himself into the into the media outlets. Yes. Whether it's modern media or the Nakam Single Network <laughs> or or anything. He knows how to hack that way through. He does. We're actually working a current fundraiser that's gonna be coming out um any Yeah, day so now. that's that was my next question. Let's talk about this <laughs> oh brand new exciting. This is my most exciting thing okay, ever, I think, in my cool. entire career. Um, so we are going to be working with the Chef's Garden. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the Chef's Garden. They're an incredible farm out in Huron, Ohio. And Where in Ohio? Huron, Ohio. Huron? Yes. Can you spell that? H-U-R-O-N. Huron. Yes. Okay. So they're in Huron, Ohio. It's about 45 minutes from Cleveland. Oh, yay, Cleveland! Hey, to Cleveland. all the Cleveland listeners! And they grow food. Like you say, like must be a feeds with dignity. They grow food with dignity. <sighs> They really? are so aware Jamie of Jamie Road Trip. I know. I, want to go I, I have to. This, you're going to love this place. Oh, <laughs> no, my we're going to fly. <laughs> I have never been more relaxed in my life than the three days I spent on this farm. Um, I have to go. We met with Bob in the lab where they broke down the soil content in terms of the amount of nutrition that's in the soil because it's soil to plate. It's not necessarily even plant to plate. It's soil to plate because what's in there impacts the food itself. The vegetables bring in and they have done so much research to make sure that flavor color, nutrition level, all of that all come together to make this perfect 
one of 600 different varieties of vegetables that they grow. And they came out with a cookbook just, just now, like I believe this week, last week, two weeks ago, something like that. Um, the Chef's Garden Cookbook. And we are so excited that Farmer Lee Jones, who runs this farm, along with Chef Jamie Simpson, who runs the Culinary Vegetable Institute by the farm. Can you imagine a Culinary Vegetable Institute? I, I want to go yeah, there. I, they, so they have, have to put together there. this book. It's 641 pages of vegetables. It's a textbook. Wait, can you yeah. order it? Yes. <laughs> One second. If you order through Maspia... You get it for free. You're going to get, if you donate to Maspia, you can get it for free along with, this is the first time we're doing a cookbook that's not a kosher cookbook. Right. Like when my book came out, like you spent. You did a great fundraiser and helped us out. X amount of dollars on the book. You, you got give a donation. Book. Right. And Naomi would send a copy of her book. Yeah. And another donation and it was both books. Yeah. I can't remember. But whatever. But maybe. Yeah. So we are oh, now. Wait, I think for 108, for, I think for. $180,000, I think Alex made a <laughs> joke, that I would fly to you and cook you a meal for your family. That's no joke. That's what it costs to hire Naomi Nachman. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, so, we're now offering, not only if you donate, you get this book, but we are working right now on making a kosher accompaniment to this book because we've never done a non-kosher book before and there are a few recipes that need some tweaking. And it's not just a, well, there's meat and there's dairy, so we'll use a non-dairy creamer. First of all, I'm not a non-dairy creamer believer. I, I think this whole panel is here. <laughs> um, also, where these recipes were coming from, I refused to touch this book until we got permission from Farmer Lee Jones and Chef Jamie Simpson to do this. And they were so excited. They said, I don't know why we didn't even make kosher to begin with. It's so easy because it's vegetable-based. That The whole idea is that it's about the vegetables. So, for example, the very first recipe in the book is a glazed Cornish hen with this onion caramel. And it's about the onion caramel. The onion caramel is a very milchic caramel. It's very dairy. Oh, I'm thinking, what's wrong so with that dish? It's not ham. It's, it's so, <laughs> right, so... Got when it, I spoke got to it, the chef and the farmer, it's yeah. really about the onion caramel because it was about highlighting the different onions. So swap out the chicken put it on and like put broccoli. it on a butternut squash, put it on yeah. a half a head of cauliflower. And until I sat talking. and I met with the farmer and the chef, we were able to now figure out exactly what their goal was and to keep the integrity of the dish and to make it exactly. There are some ingredients that are ingredients that you cannot find kosher right now. And so I've even reached out to the help of a little bit of Chef Brian Greika at Milt's. Yay, Brian! We love you here at the Nakam Siegel Network. And Chef Josh Masson at Naruto Bowl. Yes, yes, we love Naruto Bowl, man. What a great restaurant yes. in Teaneck. So um, they're both um, actually going to be... Yay, Josh. Be I didn't say yay, Josh. It's yay, Josh, too. <laughs> they're going to be... Didn't forget that. ...guest um, kosher swapping some of the recipes also because um, I wanted to make sure that every recipe that we are swapping really does keep the integrity of the dish, and I wanted to make sure that everyone sort of understood the purpose behind it. So I'm very excited that we can work on this kosher swap book to go along with the actual book. So when you donate to Maspia, you get this beautiful book that the Chef's Garden has made that is just beyond stunning. That's and with stunning. it, you get our accompaniment that we're going to be making so that it can you can really understand every single dish. Most of them really are kosher. But there are a bunch that we want to make sure that every single dish there is available to someone kosher and you can understand what it's really supposed to taste like. And That's, that's fantastic. Be, and then we have 
This is Jordana's so excited. Got J and J here. Jordana and Jamie. So the fundraiser is going to be starting soon. So one second. The second level of, of donations. So there's the first level, and you get the book and the accompaniment. The second level with the book and the accompaniment, you can all if it's a higher cost. The farm will send you produce for some of the recipes in the book, which is very exciting because their vegetables don't taste like if you've had local farm vegetables, they don't taste the same as you walk into a grocery store. I will not say the name of one. Um, but it's not the same. No, so their their produce, obviously the amount of research that went into it, it's better. Now, the next next level, okay. the, <laughs> Naomi will fly to you level, <laughs> is um, if you donate, we will give you the book and all of that, but we will fly you to the chef's garden in Huron, Ohio. And I mentioned that Culinary Vegetable Institute. Yeah. It's this beautiful like log cabin. And the main level is the chef's test kitchen where the best of the best chefs in this country across the board have been in That's this beautiful fantastic. dining area. My next wedding is going to be on this farm. I've already decided. I've spoken uh, to both Farmer Lee Jones about and Chef Jamie about it. And I don't have a man yet, but I'm going to be getting married at the chef's garden. Okay. Yeah, we will work on that. Thank you. And the second level above this test kitchen and dining area is this beautiful loft suite. It has a <laughs> fireplace and a TV and these balconies that, that overlook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this Sorry, balcony that loud, overlooks into too loud. <laughs> the balcony looks out into trees and nothingness. You're totally just in complete silence as a full kitchen, Viking kitchen, and a jacuzzi, and it's stunning and beautiful. And we will, if you donate at this level, you go down to the farm. Chef Farmerly, um, Chef Jamie Simpson and Farmerly Jones have offered take a tour of the farm, show you around, and we will make sure that everything is kosher and set up for you. So like the Cleveland Rabbanim will come in and kasha for you. And uh, Chef Jordana Herschel will fly down and make sure that you're totally taken care of or whatever it may be to make sure that their kosher needs are taken care of on this farm and in this beautiful luxury loft. Okay, there you go, yeah. guys. If you, if you want to donate... <laughs> It sounds amazing. It really is. I'm it so excited amazing. about this fundraiser because it's just so close to my heart. On every level, Muspia gives and is so wonderful. And I love how we feed people. I've always said, I just, when I was growing up and as I started my career, my grandmother's like, why don't you just hire other cooks and you just be in charge and organize? And I said, I just want to feed people. That's all I want to do is just right. feed people. And Muspia feeds people. Can you feed me that now? Absolutely. Tell us what this is. It's a falafel platter. And I told Jordana and Jamie to come. I said, bring some snacks. People, you know, people bring that onto the show. I thought she was going to bring some cauliflower chips. I could she have made, done that too. She made a whole platter here. And I didn't make a whole platter. But I brought you like my favorite recipe. Okay. Okay. That's what book. I want. <laughs> okay. Okay. And we're going to talk to Jess. So why don't you load up our plates? So uh, Jordana's made me and ZK a feast here. Mm. And Jamie's going to partake. We're all going to eat together here. Why don't you load up our plates? Okay. Can I give you sure. yeah. anything? So what, what, tell us anything. about what this is. And this is very much Georgiana's style of cooking. Is it? <laughs> yeah, no, but maybe put the dressing on the side. No way. No way? Okay. No. Okay. See what she's doing? She's drizzling. It's not. It's a tahina. It goes it's with tahina? everything. Okay. It's a tahina? Okay. It goes with everything. Okay. And, and this is preserved lemon. So that oh. also goes with everything here. So well, I might as these well. things? These are overnight oats. These are made with organic milk, and these are made with almond milk, and then there's pistachios, chocolate chips, and bananas. Okay. So, so whether you're eating breakfast or lunch, you're covered. Right. And you right. can take to go or not. 
Okay, she's putting... Did you make those lemons preserved I lemons? did make the preserved Can you lemons. teach me how to do it? Danielle's got it in her book. This is Danielle's recipe. Oh, it's Danielle's recipe. Thank you, Danielle. It um, takes a long time. It's her. And, it's, it's and, takes and, a month. Adina, Adina. Sussman's got in her book, but I cannot understand the cuts. And the so I, I made it... This is according to Danielle's... It's not a recipe. It's her method. Yeah. And yeah, it takes a month. But it's not a month of work. It's just a month before you get them. <laughs> so when I'm running low, I make them and I keep a jar. The jar's in my fridge for however long it lasts. And then I just keep going. I, Okay, I need, My kid's I need to favorite do this. salad dressing is garlic confit and these lemons. Oh, Could, couldn't be bad. Okay, yeah. so what we've got avocado, falafel balls, tomato that's just pesto barley, pickled oranges, uh, pickled red onion, cucumber. Yeah. Zatar pita chips, lemon. Okay, so I'm going to eat. I have to eat very healthy because I'm on, you know, really watching. You're well. being very careful. I'm okay, being what are very you careful because I've lost some avocado mm -hmm. and some tomato and that barley, mm -hmm. a little hummus and maybe one falafel ball, maybe one. They're baked. And then, and, they're oh, big, they're baked. They're baked. Oh, they're really? Baked. Yeah. They look have you ever met me? I know, I know. I should have known who I was talking to. Yeah, no more, no more. Um, okay, yeah, one falafel ball and some hummus. Okay. That's so, it? Oh, you tell me. I don't know. What else? Oh, but what no pita chips. No pita no, chips. No pita. Fine. How many toppings can you choose? Uh, yes. ZK, you can get it all. ZK is very excited. Um, Jamie, there's water if you want some water I, and uh, some glass. You know, I walk with my water. Well, yeah. Because, yeah. No, no cucumbers. No, no I don't cucumbers. Eat cucumbers. I know. Okay, this okay. is going to be my lunch. This is tiny. This is I gave you and tastings. Okay, so little tastings. More. And then I'm going to try and then I'm going to have some of Jamie's food. Can I make your plate? Sure. Anything you don't want? No, but, don't, but like a small portion of everything. Um, ZK, she'll make you one. You'll, you'll help yourself. Amen. Did you make your own hummus and tzchina? Uh, the tzchina I made, the hummus I did not. It is amazing. Wow, I love it. The tzchina is so good. Thank you. Hummus also is good. Who's, who's the hummus? Who made it? Sunny and Joe's? Oh, I, like, right. I like the Sunny and Joe's. This is really a, what did I have in my fridge this morning? This Naomi really asked me to bring healthy snacks. <laughs> That's what this was. Yeah. This I is something anyone can throw together. If someone's coming over last minute for lunch, you just throw together what you have lying around, you know? Yeah, but you have to have all that laying around. But have the presentation. <laughs> it happened to be I did. <laughs> if this, I didn't, what I is wouldn't. This? What is what, the, the barley? The barley. I had, I had. I like to keep, when I make salads, I like to have a grain in it. I love so this. I keep some cooked barley, cooked quinoa, cooked farro. I like to have some on hand. And we so, toss it in homemade pesto. Yeah, that I keep in my fridge. Also, like I'll throw it into a dressing or whatever it may be. It's amazing. How long does pesto last? Until it doesn't. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. There you go. What's the answer? There is no answer. It looks funny. It smells bad. Just smell. Do you smell everything before you eat it? Anything I take out of the fridge, I smell it. It's just an automatic Nothing ever expires because I leave it until it smells bad. And my kids are like, but there's a date. I'm like, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all good. No, I toss everything out. Would you like me to make you a plate? Everything? He's very happy. I do. Yeah, yeah. Everything? Everything. Awesome. You see that with that gusto. Everything. I like the everything. Um, okay, so let let's as we 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 um, snack on our little food here. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so funny. We started. Well, I think you started following me on Instagram. 
I don't know. When a while ago. Uh, a couple months, maybe. And then we started just chatting. And we're like, she's like, I wrote a book also. I'm like, can you send me a press copy? I want to have you on the radio show. Then we just chat back and forth. And then we put it on, in, you know, we lead, when, I, when I'm, once I start a conversation with you and I become friendly with you, like, you got to have a phone number. So we started like WhatsApp and chatting. But I think also because you also have four girls. I also have four girls. So right. it's like, how many people have four girls? I know. That are, we're, a, we're a little club. You guys are a little older. Yeah, how old are your girls? Nine, like 19, 17, 15, and 12. So they are kind of like yours. Similar, right. yours. similar, but yours are right. We're just they overlap a little. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, but it's a dynamic of four girls that most people don't have. You know, what no, I mean? it's, it's it's very it's very uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of drama. Hom- in my house. <laughs> hormonal, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Jamie, tell us a little bit about your humble beginnings in kosher food and. And becoming a chef, and you're actually not only she. I'm a dietitian. A, a by dietitian, training, yeah. like she has a master's degree. She's a registered I'm dietitian. Registered dietitian. I have she, my master's in clinical nutrition. She's not a girl who took a six week course and no. said a health coach. No, I'm, no. Putting, I'm not putting down health coaches. You're wonderful. You're encouraging people to. But this girl, Jamie and Beth, and all the other ladies that have got it. I'm sorry if I'm leaving a good Tanya. friend. Out. Tanya. No. Sheila. No. You I sure? Don't think so. I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Beth Warren definitely Beth is. Beth Warren definitely is. Um, all the girls that have put in their uh, MSRDs to bring us healthy and keep up, you know, it's been a lot of effort. Do you want to take? You can take some. Family members coming by. Okay, we need to switch your seats. Okay, it's a little bit easier. Am I moving the headphones with me? You can move together with them. I can move with them, okay. They have a long cord. Where am I going? You're switching seats. Oh. I'm going over there. Oh, just move up one. No, no. In the studio, we do this. We play musical chairs a little bit. I'm happy to duck under. And here's a water. Can you pass me the water? Water. Oh, fine. Water. There you go. We're we're moving seats around. So you spent, she's a a registered dietitian. She's a cookbook author. The cookbook author came later. I was actually, I've been a dietitian for 20 years. Wow. More than 20 years. Wow. And I actually worked like in dietary dietitian like I worked in the hospital at Mount Sinai for many many years I was the nutrition supervisor of the diabetes center and I left the literally the day before my oldest daughter was born wow and then I did like consulting I worked in doctor's offices while my kids were young I worked in doctor's offices and about four years ago my two middle kids were playing travel soccer and travel basketball and I was never home. So I was working, and I was, like, rushing out as patients were coming in. I was, like, missing the games. I was missing the practice. I'm like, what do I need this for? Like, why? Right, right. And I opened up an online nutrition business. I opened up the online nutrition business around the time that my daughter was diagnosed with celiac disease. Oh, I, I don't think I realized that. Yeah. It's the cookbook. The cookbook. So she was diagnosed with celiac disease. And for me, as a nutritionist, it was not a big deal for me to make my house gluten-free and to make her safe. But what I realized is that for other moms, whether their kid was diagnosed with celiac disease or diabetes or you whatever. you have the background. Yes. You, know, you know what to do. But all those other moms who are just like. What do I do? And it's it's you know it's like a catastrophe. It's like it's your whole life. It's right, and it doesn't matter. It may not be celiac, but it could be 
diabetes or, you know, another autoimmune disease. Gut, gut, or, gut health, right? Yes, Isn't that what you health. talk about? You talk about just So I opened the that. online business to help moms of people kids that have something how do you do that how do you manage that and how do you still cook for your whole family and make it taste good and from my facebook presence the publisher called me and asked me to write this book this is amazing like this is like getting you know like when a kid is in a mall and the nickelodeon channel finds them (laughs) i think that's how kate moss got discovered i'm just saying like she was in a mall somewhere and you know right i was discovered on facebook i was like are you kidding are you for real (laughs) like what this is her book. Look, it's bursting with color on the front page. <laughs> okay, so... T- so they found me. They said, we are looking for a health professional to, that lives with this disease to write this book for us. Can you write the book for us? So I wrote the whole book. I get to the end of the book, and the publisher says to me, you know, there's no shellfish in this book. There's no pork in this book. <laughs> whole vibe in me. I was like, I, I don't cook those things. So... We had to have a compromise. He insisted on putting two recipes in the book that I've never made in my house, truth be told. And I told him, I will not make them in my house. I will not bring them in my house. But you can put in the book whatever you want. So there are two recipes in the book that are not mine. But Which, however, are, which are they? I put substitutions. And then I made him put a note in oh, the... Oh, the pork chops. Yes, right. So it's okay. my lamb chop recipe or veal chop, but he insisted. So I made him put a note in the back of the book that said, like... Jamie is kosher, and any unkosher recipe in this book has a substitution for you. My legal husband made them put it in, like tooth and nail. Had a fight with them to put it in. So it's in there. There's substitutions in there. It says it in there. And a year later to the day, they called me again. And they said, you know, we realize kosher is important to you. Will you write a kosher cookbook for us? That's amazing. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Kosher cookbook for the family. (laughs) Brother and sister, or probably now families, two right, sisters, right? right? So, um, but it's very trendy to be gluten free. So, if you're gluten free, this whole book is gluten free. Right. So, this is almost like a Pesach book. I'm oh, just yeah. saying, almost, almost, except like sesame seeds and stuff, right. or I, right. I could modify the recipes and right. make a Pesach. So, coconut coated shrimp. That's you could just use salmon. Uh, well, I used whitefish for it, but I told them I'm not testing the recipe for you with the shrimp because I'm not bringing it in my house. So. You can right. Publish whatever you want. That's so funny <laughs> that he added that in. But now you stood your ground and then you got a second cookbook. Right. So the timing on this was a little cuckoo. It was right? cuckoo and it literally came out on March 9th of last year. My heart goes out for you on that. It was like it came out. It was like. Right when book tour was about to kick in. Yes, nothing. So this one then also came out. It was still kind of COVID. Like it's, it came out like a month ago. Or no, in March. So what are we, May? So this one came out. It's still a lot COVID. It's still a lot COVID. Yeah, I mean, even though vaccines are getting forward and in New York, things are lifting up. Out of of New York, things are not lifting up so easily. So this one also kind of came out. But, you know, when COVID's over, it'll be around. All my kids were home, so everything was taste tested on my family. So I I can say that it's very, you know, family Where are your kids in school? My oldest one is at Binghamton University. Hard, hard with her away, right? Well, she didn't have a best year because she was on her gap year last year and got sent home in the middle. Where was it, she? At Hartman. Where's that? It's in Jerusalem. She's not a... 
Oh, it's a the Hartman. Yeah, the oh, Hartman okay. Institute. She's the, okay, she's very like yeah. um, philosophical. She like I love she, that. Great. She sought it out because she wanted that kind of learning. She wanted philosophical learning. That's I love that. Wanted. I love that. I've but heard they of it. closed. I, I didn't realize it was. It's a program for those kind of kids. Like you have to be that kind of kid. It's like all high level philosophical discussion all day long. Oh yeah, that's so not for me. Right. <laughs> like, but about like philosophical Judaism topics. Like, I love it. It's, it was yeah. I think so, it's great there's something for everyone in Israel. But they closed, like, most for Pesach. She got like sent home. Like, every single, right. Right. except my daughter's seminary. <laughs> she stayed. <laughs> no, because she was a madrucha, but there was a few girls who stayed. Right, so she didn't stay. She came home, and then she had to take classes remotely. But this year, she's in Binghamton, so now she's in Binghamton. My second one is graduating from SAR okay. in a month. So she'll be going. Big school in Riverdale. Big yes. Jewish day school in yeah, Riverdale. Yeah, so she's leaving August 15th to Harova. <gasps> Harova. Yeah, she's very excited. Wow. Wow. Okay. And then Great. she's coming back and going to Wash U in St. Louis. Okay. So she's super excited. And then I have a freshman at SAR. Okay. And then my little one is in sixth grade at White Plains Public School because when she got diagnosed with celiac, she needed services. So we had to take her out of SAR. Because luckily we live in New York and there's a lot of services. I know. So I, she is there and she's good now. So we're we going to so switch her back as soon as we can. Okay. Yeah, you've yeah. got to get the kids what they need. That's, that's the most important healthy thing right. for them. Right. Is have a healthy mind, strong confidence, self-esteem, I think is so important. A hundred percent. And she's probably been through a lot. A lot. A lot. But that cookbook is still, I would say, like 50% gluten-free. Right, Cause because that's how you're cooking for your what, family. That's what I cook. Right. It's I also, would say my book <clears throat> also might be 50% gluten-free. But this my, book has... Perfect Flavors book. I, I love your book. But this book has, like, all the recipes Thanks. I used to make before my daughter right. was gluten-free. Like, my husband's favorite recipes. Like, you don't make that anymore. What's What's your favorite recipe in the book? My, that... Oh, really? You bought the, the actual – oh, I'm so excited. So, no, actually, I love the cookies, but I know that you were weight conscious. So I oh, yeah, bring, I, I've really I done cookies. really well. So I was, I've been on okay. this diet, Wellness Delivered, for like I know. a so, month, and I've really lost so a lot. So I brought you marinated broccoli. Oh, okay. That's very exciting. That's so, mixed to me. I know, I know. So I – well, let's see. Okay. Should I tell you why it's my favorite why recipe? Why is it your favorite recipe? What is in this? It, it, you marinate it overnight. In the in the ziploc, so you can then make it for Yom Tov. You can make it for Shabbos. You don't have any any just you just take it out and you let it come to room temperature, and okay. it stays crispy. But let's see if we can make it nice and not get all over your table. That's okay. It's going in the wash. By the way, the tablecloth that you see on the YouTube channel, or if you want to go see it on the YouTube channel, if you're just listening, it's from a place called Tablecloth Direct New York. He sends me the nicest tablecloths. I have the, he has beautiful They're gorgeous. Stuff. I have, I ordered one for Pesach because I saw your thing. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. He it's has gorgeous. beautiful stuff and it washes really mm -hmm. well. Okay, so. So yeah. I will tell you. So, okay, you can eat your vegetables. <laughs> I will tell you. Everybody, this is a healthy show, hey? Is, everybody that makes this loves it. Okay. Oh, I have made all my brachas already, so. Okay. okay. Oh my God, this is amazing. It's really good, right? It's really good. What's in the dressing? Um, apple cider vinegar, avocado oil, mm. Dijon mustard, garlic, like fresh garlic, mm. salt, pepper, and a little sugar. But it's like a little sugar for the whole thing. Right. Wow. 
That is awesome. Jordan, you want to try but it? Pass every, it around. Everybody that makes it loves it. Oh, I'm going like to make it for Shabbat. Every time I make it for Shabbos lunch, it, there's never any left. And it stays like a three days. Like, so if you make it before Yantav, you can, like, if I make it for Shavuos on Sunday, it will last the whole holiday. And you can put it, like, on a side dish. This might even be good throwing some feta cheese. 100%. But people, like, one That's of my... That's a snack. It's super refreshing. Yeah. It's delicious. It's really refreshing. Yeah, you, the kit, the kit. And you it's could, crunchy, so none of the nutrients get out of it because it all just stays there. So you don't even cook it? No. Oh. It, but it's not raw, raw, because it's right. marinated. Okay, so so if, if you are to use the frozen vegetables, would you uh, maybe cook the cook the bodek vegetables up? Like, um, I buy the checked ones from Seasons. Right. Like, and then I check them anyway in a white bowl and I look at them and whatever. But, but some people like to just buy Okay, them. so the consistency, it will taste fine, but the consistency will be a will little be bit mushy. But mushy. that's why I find if I, with those frozen vegetables, if I cook them, like roast them on a sheet pan, take out a little bit of the water from them, cook it out, then you can. You can. I've never tried because, I, I mean, luckily I can, at Seasons, I can. I know, we're it. so lucky. We're so lucky. Or where I'll we go live. to Muncie and get checked because I live close enough to Muncie. Right, I can buy right. it. I'm going I, to Muncie so, later today. So I keep. Whatever. But you can make it with cauliflower also. I love it. Like sometimes I'll do like some broccoli and some cauliflower and it'll look prettier. Did you try some ZK? It's excellent. It's, it's, it's excellent, real. right? ZK's a great cook. Really? He, he's a very good. He learned a lot on table for two. No, I didn't. He taught me everything I know. No. So, <laughs> so, so, um, so it's, it's delicious. So, but this cookbook was more like they asked me to make a kosher cookbook for like people that were just entertaining for the first time. So whether it's someone that was just became kosher or like newly married that like have never really entertained on their own before, that right. was the basis of the book. Right. It's really a beautiful book. Um, it has some pictures as well. Who did your photography, by the way? They did. So you just, they did on their own? You didn't have to go in for the photo shoots or I anything? Did. They called me, asked me to write the book and and I mean, I, they you just had to submit the recipes. Yes, and this is a different kind of book than what we're used to right. for or d publishing system, especially coming from me, like right. my simple overnight marinade broccoli. Okay, yes. cool. Um, but if I were to write another cookbook, I think I should just get like a Jewish publisher, so I don't have to have the headache of like pork chops, and then just have a nice like hardcover one with a lot of pictures. Right. And did they did they did they tell you how many pictures? Because not every picture, not every recipe has, has a, a picture. But I just want to say every recipe. I'm speaking for as a cookbook author and yes. as a teacher as well. Um, when I did my book, I had a head note and I had the ingredients right. But then see how nicely it is spaced out on the method of, when it comes to the method of the recipe. Each one is got one, line two, line three. It's numbered. It's much easier for people to follow and visualize. Yes. So as they read, they're visualizing. They're not, not necessarily need that picture. And they were very specific picture. about this format, like one color here and this block here, and it must have a head note that's that amount of space. Like those things, they were very. I had to keep doing it over and over until it was right for them. They were very specific. It's very readable. Very readable and looks like everything, all the ingredients are very usable, easy to find. Right. Yes. You know, it's hard to go and get a recipe like, maybe even, I'll use an example from 10 years ago, like gojajong, right? Like I still have problems finding that. Uh, see, well, we're lucky in gourmet glot we well, have. They don't have gourmet glot by me. So Seasons is not... Not yet, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> there you go, guys, at gourmet glot. Um, but I'm surprised Seasons doesn't have it. 
I've never seen it there. I right. I try, if okay. I need things like that, I go to Muncie. Right, or, or Evergreen. Amazon, you know, or give Amazon, Amazon a little Amazon, plug. Evergreen, yeah. But, but Yeah, I think it's such a beautiful book, and it's very approachable, and that's what I like. Shredded barbecue-style barbecue, barbecue style beef looked really good. Um, super simple baker filter fish. That's for someone who's, like, maybe not so experienced right. in the kitchen yeah. or making Shabbat. Something really right. easy. Someone who's new, entertaining, a young married couple. Yes. Chocolate chip muffins. Mm, that's my kind of breakfast well, casserole. I, really, I was going to make you the chocolate chip bread squares. And then I was like, you know, if she's on a diet, I'll bring it uh, back. Everyone <laughs> knows about my diet. When you're on Instagram and you live loud like me. Um, yeah. Okay, so then you got the broccoli. Right, yeah, I got the broccoli. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> So would you do another book? People ask me that all the time. I'm like, my answer is nah, but you never, you never know, but nah. Okay, so I'm, I, in addition to my nutrition practice where I, I unlike, yeah, let's talk a little unlike bit more wellness about that. delivered, where they deliver the food, I actually teach you how to do cook, it yourself. Do it yourself. So like, now, right, so like my diet has ended. Right, like how do you do it yourself? Right, so I'm going to have a meeting with um, Miriam about what's next. I've just kind of continued on my own, but I need a little help. So, so that's what I do. So I take people from wanting to lose weight, give them a program, but not where I give them the food. I give them the shopping list, the menu, the recipes, and live coaching with it. So each time they're making things, they're getting the coaching so they can make a habit out of it and meal prep it and learn how to do it. And then by the end of like 12 weeks or a month, they know how. Right. So I do that. That's what my nutrition business is. I do that. But I also do gluten-free cooking classes with a partner of mine. Oh, nice. Whose daughter also has celiac, and we do gluten-free cooking classes. Oh, that's so fantastic. that is going to be in a cookbook. Okay. No, I think that's really important. There are so many people gluten-free now, and you're just overwhelmed by it. I've got so – people have reached out to me all the time to talk about I – did, I did a class for Westchester Day School, and they had some kids that were gluten-free, so I had to come up with a recipe. I'm like – I don't know how to substitute. I don't know how to do it. I told, there's Rory from Full and right. Free, Rory Weisberg. Have you met her? I know her. I have, have not you met, met her, her in George? person. Oh, I need to bring you guys but need to meet her. I've, I, I know who she is. I've, I talk to her all the time. Because She's we have... wonderful. But, you know, like I had to use her pizza recipe and I recommended her mix, her gluten-free mix. I use her mix, but it's very expensive, but I use it because it's delicious. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, really, it's, it's a, it delicious. takes a lot to make, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know it's this. Delicious. But so it's so hard to come up with all the gluten-free breads and... Yes, but this, what I'm doing, is for kids and parents that have celiac that still want to partake in, like, Jewish holidays. So, like, we did a gluten-free cooking class for Purim, and we made three different kinds of hamantashen, all gluten-free. Gluten yeah. Wow. And then we did like a gluten-free challah baking class with three different kinds of challah. And wow. we did a gluten-free uh, uh, We Pesach. would like to do that. We did a gluten-free Pesach class, like how to, like we had like um, different, comparing the different matzahs that were gluten-free and which ones tasted the best because they're not all hamotzi. They don't all taste good. And we had a Pesach class with cooking like gluten-free matzo balls and gluten-free all kinds of how stuff. How was it gluten-free matzo balls? It's fantastic. Then. It was fantastic. You made it from scratch? Yeah. In our cooking class, yeah. So, so my is that partner, with gluten-free matzah, or is that like one of these non-gabrux matzo balls? Non-gabrux matzo balls wow. we made from scratch. So what <gasps> it I'm like blown like, away. Um, potato. Oh. Okay. And 
Well, I mean, we had three different varieties. So one, like I make the Nangabrux one because I don't use matzo meal or you use a little gluten-free matzo meal. Right. Um, but either way, all of those recipes, my partner, whose kid also has celiac, is very organized. So she's taking every class that we do and she's archiving all the recipes in a file by name. Wow. So we already have like 45 recipes by holiday or by whatever. Like we did a gluten-free Moroccan night. We made gluten-free pitas and gluten-free falafel. And that's going to be a cookbook. But that cookbook... I'm so excited. That one, I need a different publisher because it needs to be a Jewish publisher with pictures of every single thing. And it right. needs to be a beautiful, Why don't... Why cover. don't... Who's your publisher? Sterling? Yeah, I know. It's... Uh, I don't know. Calypso, Calista, Callisto. Rockridge Press? Rockridge Press, yeah. Rockridge Press. How come they don't put pictures in every... Like it's not do. their model. Right. That's he- their model. That I've heard this before. Book. This is their model. This is their, right, look, it matches up all the same right, size. That's their model. Well, I, I made sure perfect flavors and perfect for Pesach were the same size and the same nice look. Next to each other on yeah, there. it's like right. a set. But you know. that's their model that it it is a paperback, so it's at a certain price point. It's very readable. It's very user-friendly for any market. Right. It's not too expensive. People can buy it. Everyone can understand it. It's it. That's their model. But I think for the... Jewish holiday gluten-free, it has to be a Jewish cookbook, like a Jewish publisher. Guys, let's all rally around Jamie and help her. (laughs) All right. Right. When 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 we're up to it, you know. I'm halfway there because I only have 40-something recipes. So if I can get to to 100, like we have four classes coming up, I'll be already at 70. Okay. Yeah, I think my book has 125. Right. So by the time I would write it, I'll have that many. That's amazing. The photography is the hardest part. Um, Getting that, you know, right and just the vision that you want. I was so blessed to have Miriam Pascal as my photographer. Because right. um, your pictures are beautiful. My pictures are beautiful. Thank you, Miriam. Uh, she has actually her own three books. She has now photographed five cookbooks. Wow. And she consults for others. ZK's really enjoying those broccoli. I'm telling you, it's delicious. Put this on your Shavuos <laughs> menu, guys. What are you making yes. for Shavuos? Let's inspire everyone. Jordana, you go first. We eat so simple. We're, we're going to be eating... Salmon and salad and delicious. We, we really we are milchak eaters, so we're not a have a milchak kiddush followed by a heavy meat meal just because it's a holiday. We are very light, basic eaters. Um, maybe I'll do like a pizza one day. Oh yeah, we're having pizza today for lunch. Um, question: uh, What your favorite fish dish? Can you share one with us? If someone wanted to have like two or three ingredients, see, this is what I'm going to go oh, back to. Give fish me my tacos. Co- I'll show you fish my tacos. Fish. I have a really <laughs> if, good If we're going to go back to fish, like, and but I like when my fish tastes like fish. I don't like it loaded with sugar sauce. I don't like it loaded in a lot of things. I love a Moroccan fish because you can still taste the fish, but there's a really nice sauce that goes with this it. This is what we're having. Um, Chili marinated salmon. Okay, hold on one second. Oh, this looks nice. And That's right easy. up my alley. Okay, hold on. Um, because Aussies, both of you, when talking fish recipes, Aussies Fish does deliver to you in Westchester. He does? We live in the five towns. Yeah. Since he, when? He come for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just put it up on my page the other day. I'm locked out of Instagram at the moment. I don't know what, why. I don't know why. You, you're locked out. Of, they shut you? Yeah, I don't know why. I must have answered too many things. I don't know. That's so Is funny. That a thing? So yeah, a friend of mine had over 50,000 followers. He's a travel blogger from Guy. And his account's like... But I don't what, have, I why does 4,000. That, yeah, that's so weird. Why would they do, I don't know. If you message too many, like. You're so limited in how many I've messages you can give? 
I don't know. Every like couple of days, it blocks me out for twenty four hours. I I don't know who to call wow. to fix it. So yeah. I just wait the twenty four hours, and, and then, then hope I it comes back. Out. I would go out of my mind. <laughs> I can't imagine. That. I, I, I would. It's, it's like Shabbos, me, you know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Shabbos, and I don't even think about my phone on Shabbos. Um, but if it was a random Tuesday, I didn't have my phone. I think I'd be freaking out of you'd my brain. You have your phone, just not Instagram. No, but my my. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> I know. I know. Right, so I'll just post so on Facebook in the meantime. My phone. Then, my, guys, my Instagram. Oh, God forbid. Okay. I, don't I would know like to, to have say. that many followers because once I can get 10,000, then I can get a swipe up and then yeah. my life will be much easier. But right. either way, with my 4,000, I'm locked out. I don't you'll, know you'll get there. You'll get there. It takes time. Um, here, this is this recipe is an adaption of, adaption of my cousin's recipe for ketchup marinated salmon. My daughter is a fan of ketchup, so I thought I'd try using the sweet chili sauce instead. Oh, I have a salmon my sweet chili sauce on my salmon also. It's delicious. And if you make it in Water advance. and onions. Oh, so you are pickling the onions? No, I, you, I'm not reading the whole recipe now. You, but Okay, you boil, the, you boil the salmon in a mixture of sugar and water. Oh, po- like poached salmon. Poach yeah, I have a recipe similar. Then you mix together um, vinegar, sugar, chili sauce, and uh, whatever I wrote, onions. R- onions. Red onions, yeah. And you put it in a in a dish, and you put the onions on top, and you let it sit in the fridge so you're ready to eat it at least 24 hours. Oh, delicious. And it lasts for like a week. Nice. I think that's great to have fish in the fridge and a lot of protein stacked in the fridge so when you're hungry. Yeah, we that. That is a great thing to nosh on. What did, what did you just say? I, it's great to have like just always healthy the food that you like ready to go because otherwise you're not going to start cooking right here. jamie like yes, right? right like that's salmon that's, ready to go that's why you did well with miriam's thing because it was ready to go it was, it was ready to go it was and there was so so like if realize the broccoli how much... was in the fridge you would take it and eat it because it's right in front of you right yeah uh, i i'm if I'm you really... prep for two hours three hours once a week and you just fill your fridge with everything that you need then you're... it's so easy to make those choices it's just about what does it say cook that. once eat seven times <laughs> Yes, I just did a class about that with my group this morning. The topic was meal prepping, meal planning. Okay, well, give us a really good piece of advice. If you had one piece of advice to share with everyone for our last two minutes, you know. I would say buy good glass containers Yeah. so that you're not storing in plastic. Amazing savings. And wash your vegetables that you're going to eat. Put them in the glass container with a paper towel on top to absorb the liquid and stack them. Buy ones that stack so you can see them and then you can use them as a side dish. You can make a salad. You could throw it on a sandwich and everything is all ready for you and it's clear so you can see what is there stacked in front of you. I love that. That's brilliant. I I had at one point when I was, you know, going through, you know, let's all eat healthy. I bought these glass containers from Amazon, Amazon, Amazing Savings, and I filled one with – sauteed onions, one with roasted broccoli, some with some uh, shredded chicken, some with some salmon. And then you could either throw it into an omelette or you could throw it into a salad. But that lasted literally a week. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, "Ah, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Well, also what I do at the end of the week, like if you see you have onions or garlic or whatever left over or tomatoes that are getting soft, I cook them. So I'll roast the garlic, I'll saute the onions, I'll roast the tomatoes, and I leave it in the fridge and my kids put them on their sandwiches, in their omelets, I love in it. their salad. I know when, when I leave out this kind of stuff, roasted vegetables on Friday afternoon, especially asparagus. Gone in seconds. Gone. Oh. I'm like, where's my Shabbos food? I spent all week preparing and shopping for this and you ate it in one second. I'm like, thank God for that. You know, I'm very grateful. Ladies, this was so much fun. I'm so glad I had you both together. She's giving everyone a nice, healthy, clean, uh, chivalrous mantra. But eat that cheesecake. 
cheat a little. It's okay, right, guys? Absolutely. Okay, as long as you get mindset back. All right, this has been Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have music by our friend sponsor, Kedem, right up till Lichbenching. We've got Mark Zomik up next with some great music selection. Uh, wishing you all uh, Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach. Happy Shabbos. Happy Cheesecake.